0: So one of the things that, uh, about camp is you do get to see those camp battles, right? You know, for us, yeah. it's very important to see some of those newer players and how they're going to do those rookies. Uh, and you know, Carson Wentz obviously is a big name, but Yam brings up a very valid point here. Uh, if Yam is in camp, he's watching those maybe players with more interest than guys, you know, that are going to make the team mm. and are already starting. Stoner, for you, was there any of those guys that were kind of maybe roster p- players that you were looking at?
1: Um, I, I'm i kind of the opposite. I just like looking at the guys that I know I'm going to see on Sundays play most of the time. Uh, yeah. You guys hear me say it all the time. I don't care who the sixth receiver is or the 10th or the offensive lineman or anything because you don't want to see them playing on Sundays because they're that far down the depth chart for a reason. But... Mm-hmm. We had that chance to be able to look, like I said, at those tight ends, right, with the Armani Rodgers and and I always uh, Hodges, Curtis Hodges, right, mm-hmm. and see them up close and see what they're like. And then the running backs, you got to see Jarrett Patterson and Jonathan Williams, and then that like guy bon- Bonifou, I think his name is. Bonif- they yeah. were right in front of us, and again, just watching them, you can't really tell that they are. You know, fourth and fifth and sixth guys on the depth chart until you compare them to the guys who are ahead of them on the depth chart. Because, yeah. I mean, if you just watched Patterson and his feet and all that and doing those drills, what a stud, right? But then you see Brian Robinson do it. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, there's a difference. You can see right. the difference. It's, it's like
0: one extra step that that mm-hmm. Williams and Patterson and those guys mm-hmm. are taking compared to Gibson, J.D., and, and Brian Robertson. Right. Those guys are just getting out so much quicker. Trev, what are some of those maybe r- roster guys that you're looking at? Dax Milne?
2: Yeah, I'm, I love wide receivers. I think that the wide receiver position is a sweet science in itself. Because it all starts from literally the from the the get off at the line of scrimmage, just like how Lyme, Lyman, you know, remember Junior Gillette, not popular anymore, but his get off for us in, in the league was amazing. So I kind of like to see that because I do want to see now that we have more offensive weapons and I think our playbook could open up even more. Maybe we might see four wide receiver sets, maybe even five sometimes once or twice. So you kind of want to see the bottom of the line guys who have been here for a year or two, practice squad, preseason. You want to see if they actually made any progress because you kind of get attached to them. But And we also are the Washington Commanders. I mean, we might have the health thing like figured out now, but that is something that we have to watch out for. COVID still a thing too, so it is kind of important to see the guys that can step up and take us a spot if needed to. Yeah, Yam also talked about that. You
0: want your two threes and fours to be performing well because we're probably going to see them throughout the season. Yeah, it's I mean, a long yeah. season. Injuries it is what happen. It is. I, I agree with you, Trev, on, on the fact that I like to see some of those developing guys. Right? I like to see yeah. the Tonys, the William mm-hmm. Bradley Kings. I want to see how they're performing. You know, obviously, when Chase comes back, you expect him to be a stud. You expect Montez to show out <laughs> and to look as good as Tez looks. Right? But yeah. when he's not this uh when he's not on the field, who's in the place is two hill is gonna be covering down? You know, are you are you know what are you getting like out Tuhil. of those kind of plays? I like two hill. I like Tony Um, mm-hmm. so you really want uh, some of those uh EP's looking for for some uh, some Jarrett freaking Patterson there for what uh, Rio, <laughs> thanks for jumping <laughs> back in for the chat yeah. here. No worries about the video, we we appreciate. You're just jumping on with us. It was good to to shoot the breeze, as I like to say. As far as that's concerned, well, what
1: would you rather see then? In 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 all seriousness, would you rather watch drills or plays or whatever with Carson to Terry or with Cole Kelly to um, uh, Hazard? Uh, you know what I mean.
2: I kind of want. okay. I would want to see the drills with Carson with yeah, like to Terry. Yeah, in live action. I like live to see action, I kind of want I kind of want to see backups and developing the live action a little bit more to see how if they're ready for the NFL action or not. I think you treat it a little bit like preseason stoner. You mm-hmm. you you see you
0: see the the ones for a couple of plays. You see that yeah. what they're capable of. That's
1: fair.
2: But
0: then you want to see those backups. You want to see what you are going to get from the rest because you are going right. to see. Hopefully, you are going to see those starters for seventeen games.
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: So you want to know. Who's, it's kind of like in baseball. You have those prospects that Juan Soto was just traded for. You want to see those guys because you want to see, is this going to be your next Juan Soto, right? Or is this going to be, is Dotson oh. really your next Terry McLaurin? Obviously, yes. he's been running with the ones. Uh, One of the things that I would say is pretty interesting as far as when you're at camp is you can kind of tell how the depth chart is playing out by where people are lining up and what they're doing and who they're participating with. Mm -hmm. Right. So when Sam Howell's throwing the ball, who's he throwing the ball to? Because he did. That's your third string. That's your third string right there. That's your end of the roster kind of guys. Ooh. And Dax has been running with the ones and twos a little bit. So Dax Dax has been really impressive. I think that uh, he's uh, I'll admit he it, he, he he's he's been moving up the the depth chart. Star. Likewise, Samus Reyes was when they were doing drills. Yep. Samus Reyes was working on blocking with a tight end Alex, who we know is not going to make the team.
2: He might be a sleeper pick, stunner. I'm not even I'm not even lying now.
1: <laughs> who, who might be a sleeper <laughs> Dax pick?
2: No, Samus Reyes.
1: Samus Reyes might be a sleeper. What to make the team?
2: Yeah, he,
0: he uh, did run a couple of drills with the ones. But the mm-hmm. practice, what they had him working on was his blocking, not as yeah. wide, not as receiving, which is where oh, then Turner, no mind. Hodges and, and Rogers was. then, And and this is where I'm talking about as far as the breakout comes, right? So those three tight ends were doing the, uh, the receiving drills, right? The ones that we can tell like the five yard outs and everything. Then when they broke off two tight ends, Trav mm-hmm. went over to go do the wide receiver catching drills with the with the QBs. Which two went over there? Remember, Bates is on the sideline, right?
1: So two of the four,
0: two two yeah, of the Rogers. two of the three. I'll make it two of the three for you because there's okay. only three who were doing the the drills beforehand for for route running. That was Cole Turner. Curtis Hodges Hodges and and Amari Rogers. Rogers. Which of Mm -hmm. those two went over and did the drills? And which of the other ones went over to do blocking drills with the linemen?
2: So Samus Reyes went over to do blocking drills with the linemen. And then Rogers and Hodges stayed and caught some passes. No.
0: It was Cole Turner and Hodges going over to catch passes. Cole Turner often working with Wentz in that regard. And mm-hmm. uh, Mari Rogers, who I think a lot of people were pretty high on he uh, coming to camp. He sneak
2: in there too.
0: I don't know. I think Hodges is the more favored Robert one. And, and partly because mm-hmm. they that because he went over to catch those passes rather than going over and blocking with Amar- Mari Rogers in the line. I thought that was a very interesting thing to kind of watch.
2: Logan Thomas is healthy. Does he still go over there and catch the Logan and Cole? Or does he stay with... Hodges might not go over to receive if Logan Thomas Logan is healthy and
0: yeah. playing. Okay, I don't know. Stoner, you which, agree with which, that? Or?
1: Which is which? Because, again, I keep getting them mixed up. I just remember the 45, numbers. 45, 45 is, the,
0: is Hodges. He's the bigger dude.
1: I, I like Hodges uh, because, okay. like I said, he, he's as big as Cole Turner, just about. And I don't know. I like him a little bit better. So him and Turner and – uh, Logan and Bates. I think those are the four guys. That, I don't think Sam. I think Samus is done. Sorry. He, he's, done. <laughs> he's done. It was a good experiment. It was fun. Yeah. I don't know. It, somebody put it here in the chat. He'll earlier. go to the Giants. Watch.
2: Doug, Doug <laughs>
1: Fred said it. He said there's drama in the battle for an NFL rest, roster spot. That's very true. There's drama. And, and Hard Knocks has done a great job over the years of kind of you know, finding these guys at the end of the roster and their struggle to make the team, and, and kind of glorify that whole thing. But again, I don't want to see guys at the end of the roster ever playing. So I don't, I just don't care about those last positions. I care about what Carson Wentz is doing with Terry McLaurin and Dotson and and uh, Samuel and Diami and things like that. That's what I look for, and that's what I want to check out every practice. And let me tell you something, also, Trev. Here's something that I noticed in camp: that B Rob, right, yeah. Brian Robinson, yeah. yeah, he's huge. He's one well put together fella. Yeah, he's okay. huge, bro. He is a he is now. He's about the same size. He, as Gibson, he is
0: legit yeah. the same size. I think he's actually technically smaller than Gibson.
1: But there's something there. He's it's just the way the muscle and the way he's <sighs> put together. He's gonna run over some people. Gibson. He, yeah. he is a a well put together young fella. and and again I didn't like the pick because I didn't want to him back in the third round but now that he's here I hope that he pick. gets uh you know gets some playing time and he definitely I'm will still, I believe I'm still so.
0: skeptical but I will say this Trev on B Rob yeah you know at OTAs we got to watch him kind of go through those drills mm-hmm. and he just looked kind of like he was just going through the motions didn't really look fast to me right like and mm-hmm. this is a guy that you want to be able to just hit and move the pocket uh, and the lineman. He impressed me during training camp, watching those same drills. He didn't have still, didn't have the lateral movement that I was, that, that I was hoping he would have. But when yeah. the coach went go, he went like he was gone, like two steps out the door. Like Let's I was, go. I was impressed. So I was just like, okay, now I see why people are excited <laughs> about him in that one so Mm -hmm. it's gonna i think it's gonna be pretty interesting there's some good good back and forth here of course we have the jag university of people dogging reyes and stuff um (laughs) I, i wanted to talk there's a hot take here by johnny boy 26 uh that i'm trying to find right now he says brian robinson is going to take over the starting here it goes Uh, B Rob takes the starting running back position by week 12. He's going to be Mm. great in colder months. What do you guys think about B Rob taking over Gibson's, uh, starting role by week 12? Mm.
2: It's, I mean, it's very realistic. I mean, if we saw shades of Antonio Gibson, you know, cough up the position at the running back a few times last year and. If, is that going to carry on to this year or is it, is it going to get better? Because, I mean, that's a legit possibility. He could be the starter by week 12. That means, Kurt, I mean, AG, you got 12 weeks to get your stuff right or else Brian Robinson is right there knocking on the door. So that's a great – I like that hot take. I don't know by why he'll do great in the colder months. I don't know why that – you usually that, see a
0: well, you see less passing as the months get colder, and you try to see a little uh, bit more okay. running. Historically speaking, when you're talking yeah. about playing outdoors, and I know our man Roger would love to see that because he is not a fan of the offense that Scott Turner is running. Mm. What do you guys feel about Scott Turner? These are really the first legitimate weapons he's had here
1: that's, under the
0: commanders. That's it. Is
1: that full we'll stop. That's Full all you stop. need right there, Nathan, right there.
2: Look what he did in Carolina with half of the playmakers that we have here.
1: That's right. We went, we went and
2: got one of them, well, Curtis Samuel, for he Yeah, he's got,
1: he's got the weapons now. We're going to find out. We're going to find out real quick whether Scott Turner is a legitimate offensive coordinator in this league. We're going to find out. Now he has zero excuse. Zero, he has excuse. no excuses. He's got the quarterback. He's got the weapons all over the field. The running back, the tight end. He's got, he's it, got it everywhere. Everything. So we're going to find out real quick. Mm-hmm. I think you're
0: going to find out, Roger, uh, the identity that you're saying that it has no identity right now. I think you're going to see that identity this year kind of come out yeah, with the quarterback that. that they want and, and yeah. movement. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Stoner, you kind of brought up that there's no excuses, right? Mm-hmm. for For Scott Turner. There's been no excuses this whole time for Jack Del Rio. Trev, what, what are we expecting out of the defense, especially with a second-year linebacker that people aren't even sure if he's going to be the starting linebacker? If, if Jamin Davis plays less than 50% of snaps and this, uh, this defense is mid again, decidedly yeah. mediocre, what yeah. do we do with Jack Del Rio?
2: You fire him. You cut him loose. Are you, you talking about in the middle of the loose. year
1: or at the end of the year?
2: You, you you let him go middle of the year and go ahead and promote Chris Harris, his interim defensive coordinator, and then he's probably gone too. No offense, but I love Chris Harris. I really do, and I think he's doing a great job with the DBs. He's, I guess, so far this year. But anyway, yeah, get rid of him. If if we're, uh, what, 3-7 and seven out of playoff contention, Carson mm-hmm. Wentz has had an okay year. We're not benching him but it's mainly because of the defense. If we're allowing more points than we are putting up by that time while we're losing, get rid of them, promote Chris Harris, and then begin the defensive coordinator search. Um,
1: I think the the defense is going to surprise some people this year. I think the defense is going to be better.
2: That's what I was saying. This is his last year, too, because we have how many first rounders on the defensive line? Mm -hmm. We've got some. Some good solid players in the secondary and linebacker. We back got some money
1: forth. in the secondary.
2: We have yeah, some got. money in secondary. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Kohokum in the middle. So, like, the off- offensive line is the pot of gold on our defense. If they can get to the quarterback, it'll make our mediocre positions behind them average and better than mediocre. So he has and no we, excuse. Yeah.
1: And we have to, we <laughs> with have that to line. always, we always have to factor in the schedule too. Yeah. Because, uh, right. These are all, we, professional players and any team can beat Washington and score 40 on them every week. But relatively speaking, they should beat the teams like Jacksonville and Detroit and Houston. And And, and all those teams that that they're playing different than last year when this defense wasn't very good. Now they don't Mm -hmm. have to play all those talented quarterbacks and they should do much better. And I think they're just... Being together for that year, gaining that experience with each other, there was almost almost no changeover, especially in the backfield, defensive backfield, other than Landon Collins. Yeah. Right. And he missed half the year. Yeah. Right. So there wasn't a whole lot of uh, there's there's no changeover with that. So this all they can do is get better. And I yeah, think they if, will. I don't think if, they're gonna be great. They're not gonna be world beaters. No, they're gonna be they're not gonna be 27th, 28th. 29th ranked in all those categories, they're gonna be in the mid-level again, and that's gonna win you more games.
2: We can't seven. We can't have, like you said, this, the schedule, we can't have these teams with no offense come in and just wreck our defense. Like Davis Mills is throwing to Who this year. I could name the wide receiver. I really can't. Yeah. I then can't you got either. the Giants offense is horrible. Then you have the Cowboys have CeeDee Lamb. That's it now. So like Basically. if all these teams who have Lack thereof on the offensive side, of the, like like we have, and we still get beat. <laughs> yeah, Jack the Rio's yeah. gone, bro. Yeah, yeah. Gone. this is the year. Mid season
1: set up perfectly for this to be the year, as Rio talked about, the year that we've all been waiting for for years. fifty. Eleven years. wins, thirty plus touchdowns. Okay, backs. okay, I was yeah.
2: going to say, yeah. So eleven wins, we get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We win the division. All right, outright. That means we have a first round bye. Uh, we lose our playoff game in the second round. Is that still? Are you happy uh, with second that? Round? Oh, the yeah. Second round? Oh, yeah.
1: Because you say we have a buy. Yeah. Now, not all division winners get a buy. One of them has to play. Yeah. Right? Oh, I think okay. only
0: only one gets a bye now. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. wild card right. weekends uh, three which which games. Which one is, to, is the uh,
2: one that gets the, the bye? Does it? Is the number one. one, 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 one seed, does it change? It. The best ah, one seed, overall. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then let's say we make it to the playoffs. Eleven wins. We lose the first round. Are you happy with the season?
1: 1,000,000,000% I'm
2: happy with too. an
1: 11 wins, division title.
2: First round playoff exit.
1: Out in the first round, that is a successful. It's season. an improvement over what we've seen. Amen. Washington. Sure. Amen. More now, I will say
0: that I think there there's room for probably still some growth. If they are 11, you know, we talked about how easy the schedule is. If, mm-hmm. you know, we're in training camp, there's still a lot of things going on that we're getting excited. So we can say that they're going to win, you know, 10 plus games, 11 games. But if those victor, if those losses come to the teams that are winning and then they lose in the playoffs, are they really that much better than they were last year than this year? Right. Cause they're that paper mm-hmm. tiger team that, that is their, their losses are against the good teams and their wins are against teams. You figure, but is that still improvement? See that's,
2: don't maybe if talented. the num, uh, maybe if the no but if you want to if our numbers are better this year like if we f- we score more points average more yards more touchdowns less interceptions less turnovers <sighs> yeah but that doesn't win you games necessarily you know so i guess it's yes and no because honestly for me personally i wouldn't be- i'd be happy to see improvement number wise mm-hmm. and stats wise throwing bombs throwing successful screens like successful first down run, successful third down rate, conversion rate. Like, you know, like that's important to me because we haven't had that in Washington for a long time. It's just been mediocre, like dink and dunking, average 200 yards offense, 100 yards passing, 34 yards. Run. Like it's just not – so you don't if we have can to, get
1: – Yeah, you don't have to win 12 and 13 games and beat the Packers and, and beat the Cowboys. You know, you don't have to beat all the great teams – and all that in order to be successful or to have a successful season, all you have to do is finish with a top record, mm-hmm. get into the playoffs, and anything can happen from there. And that's a successful season. I'm with so, you. That, I mean, let's not get carried away. That no, that but you're going to win 11 games and you're going to be disappointed. Hello, this is
2: Washington <laughs> <Seven> <laughs> Ashburn syndrome. Yeah.
1: For,
0: again, first, first, first uh, time hitting eleven. Yes. Yeah, eleven yeah, wins on. since really they good. last went to the Super Bowl. I'm going to yeah. give a shout out to some of those that we haven't in the chats, uh, as it's been blowing up over there. Uh, Alcatone, metaphor, John, uh, Red Wings, Redskins Weekly in the chat as well. Shout out! Thanks for everyone joining us there uh, and having some heated discussions as, as going back and forth. <laughs> on Corey, the, the been
1: hanging out for a long time. Yeah, I appreciate
0: that, Corey. 17 and zero, baby that's right metaphor until we find out otherwise we're going 17 and zero, and then it'll be 16 and one you got to stay yes. optimistic on how this is going to be uh john here hey nathan i'm just going to tell you way back in the day depends once championships but now it's offense and i just do not think uh we're only going to finish seven and ten John's been a little bit of a pessimistic in the chat here. <laughs> uh, he doesn't think that they're going to perform on, all that well. I think we're a little bit more optimistic. I will say this. Be very reasonable <laughs> with your expectations. Okay? Be yes. very reasonable with your expectations. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is a team uh, that that a lot of people are nationally are, are down on. And Vegas is down on. So sure. you don't want to go too hot. I think that things are there. The dominoes can fall for them, but you want to be very, very twenty and O. Alcatone, love I'm it, going right for it, love right. it, go so all the way. So. But yeah, you want to manage those expectations. <laughs> the uh, we were going to talk about some other things, so we want to we're we're going to shift gears a little bit. and Of course, Real we can quick, still yeah. talk about that. Um, it is the day after uh, Soto was day traded. after it was reckoning. He's like it yeah. Uh, as you can see, my man Stoner is still in black. I chose the Kerrigan jersey for today, but underneath it, I Bowl have jersey. a black shirt. Uh, so I got dreams and aspirations for us. There guys. we go, Trev is great. Trev, my, I, I know I'm annoyingly optimistic. Trev might even have me. Like, Trev, <laughs> Trev switches gears so quickly. He might be. He might I'm be like a six-speed baby. A moment,
1: <laughs>
2: and then
0: next, next time, he's just like, "No, we're going to the Super Bowl." <laughs> but stoner stoner you you and i were hurt really bad by this trade you know trev Whoa, is I a trader he's, he's he's a braves fan I he's uh he, and he's a casual baseball guy I am. um i'm gonna get to this offensive, sucks, defense bro. question for the super bowls by the way you you be you guys wait for that one because i have something <laughs> to say about that right now on the soto thing day after stoner are you feeling any better
1: no i'm not i'm still <laughs> pissed about it i'm still really really pissed about it and, and I could go on a rant, but if you want to see the rant, just watch what we did a live <laughs> last night talking about yeah. the whole situation. You can go see it. I'm pissed. They did not have to trade him. There's something, a day later, there's something behind the scenes that we don't know that forced this trade that hasn't come out yet, and someday it will come out. Whether it's Soto demanding that he's not ever going to sign here, which that has not come out, or – They're going to, Mike Rizzo is going to say, Look, I said I was taking orders from the learners, but the learners were trying to figure out the best way to sell this team and get the most money out of it, not what was best for the baseball organization. And someday Mm. something like that's going to come out because it still doesn't make sense to me why everybody felt that they had to make that trade. It's just insane.
2: Bro, he's all over the timeline and the Padres threads, and it's just.
0: Yeah, so it's I, it. Uh, it makes me sad. I am starting to try to get to know these guys who who we got in, you know, to replace Juan Soto. But yeah, right now I'm still just not happy it's with with stings. the trade overall, and seeing him, you know, you know, with the Padres is not not great. i do not want to lie.
2: Want this trade he look he looks good in the, you know he looks good in that uniform. It, it fits him well. I like the color. I was so, I was
1: just I was just getting ready to do that myself. Yeah. We just can't yeah. have we, we can't, can't have we can't
0: have that. We can't have that. Not in mourning, Trev. Not while we're mourning. Uh I will say as far as this, Rizzo did come out and say that there was never a counter offer from uh right. from Boris, right? Like it was it was just them doing a the thing. Trev, we're gonna welcome you back just briefly. <laughs> you say Don't anything about man. Soto in a Padres uniform, I'm removing you again. Okay, fine. So the uh <laughs> but uh but yeah it it day after still not feeling great we'll see where we feel on that next week this is this now brings us to a question it has been three decades since the commanders have been a good team you have you have uh we have a whole different banner he did you if you did not visually see what my man Trev just did he brought up the video of tatus uh Tattis. meeting I one.
1: love when you say tatus Tattoo. I don't care.
0: Tatis. He's, his name is Tatis. Fernando Tatis Jr. You're still not welcome here, Trey. I remember watching
1: the, his dad play. Fernando the uh, Tatis Senior.
0: Yeah, Tatis. Whatever the guy's name is, he's he's Manny Machado. Fernando. He's now on. The wrong team. That's the problem. Yeah, it's yeah. bad, bad time. Is D.C. a good sports town? I think yes. Okay? We still have the uh, the women's teams are performing oh, well. You're
1: insane.
0: You just had a championship three years ago by the Nats. You had a championship not too long ago for the Caps. I just don't think that people <laughs> are, are overreacting when they're talking about D.C. not being good sports town.
2: They're not.
1: DC is not a good sports town. Not anymore. Not anymore. Capitals I mean, they, prove
2: they that. Really proved that. The Wizards proved that. Nationals just proved that.
1: We're a bandwagon town. When the time, ta- when the the team Commanders good, have proved that
2: over and over again. The,
1: when the team is good, the fans will jump on that and and ride it. But if the team is no good, then no, they're not gonna they're not gonna support the teams around here. And we don't win a lot of championships around here either. The teams aren't helping. The fans to get on that bandwagon. Yeah, that's the first the one in
2: 2019, right?
1: You can you can say the Washington yeah. spirit, but come on. I mean that's I'm not that's disrespecting part of a team. the women's soccer, but right. nobody cares. I mean, most people don't care. We care casually. We care because it's You're gonna the get right our thing guys over
0: at District Divided real mad at us for <laughs> we're, that kind
2: of no I uh, no, okay, I, I know care. what you mean. I know of the one majors. Player, Nathan. Uh, of the of the uh of the uh I can't and I watched the No I'm not googling it. It's
0: uh her name's on top of my head. She was the uh she was the young player of the year. They have half the women's national team, the US oh, yeah. Women's you National
1: can't Team. I'm my
0: name
2: my name doesn't work, Stoner. You
1: know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Name me yeah. one player from the women's team.
2: I can't, and I've never been to a game, but I see what you're saying. Of I the major Sanchez, championships, oh, oh, God, quote unquote. We are not a championship city. And That's no discredit to the Washington spirit because they are a championship team in Washington. Yes. But I know what you mean of the core, like baseball, hockey, basketball, football. I know what you mean. We're not a championship city. And I know what you mean by like when people say, aren't they a championship city? Why? Because the Washington Spirit one, like, I know what you mean. Like, no one's going to say that to make a, a case for a championship. Yeah, city. most people mean, will look like, at the big yes. four.
0: And yes. they're gonna, when they're looking at the big four, they're looking at the men's big four. So a lot of people also disregard the Mystics, right, when it comes to the championships. And they won. And they won. They they won fairly recently as well. And they're in the playoffs mm-hmm. again this year. They have a healthy a yeah, Let's go
2: coach. Natasha Kyle. Yeah. The the uh, Rui, they got a female Rui on their squad, bro. They they That's live. Japan. Yes. <laughs>
1: no.
2: So
0: so I think there should be some excitement there. They don't get their just you know dues, right? They don't. They, no one no one pays them their dues, which is unfortunate. But you're not, though. I can see that. I can see where people but we have more championships here from not just the big four but uh from also the, the, the women's teams than some other than a lot of other
2: uh locations, right? Yeah, you know, but so when you th- think of championship city, you think of banner after banner after banner after great player after which great player or after which great or great which, player. which city Boston. is then which Boston, city is
0: Boston, LA. Okay, those are literally two of the markets that are larger than DC.
1: Okay, and what's the point? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, and but championships. you guys are acting like they're they're competing against like Oklahoma City as far as like they are. As, no, they're
2: not. That's <laughs> no, they're that's competing not at all.
1: Against New York and L.A. Yes. and Boston yes. and, and
2: Miami and Miami and, and Dallas and, and, and Jerry Jones World have in Texas more championships like.
0: than Miami. I want to say they probably have more championships overall than who, even who Dallas. Does? If you're talking about the Big Four, and you can include the women's in there, so Big Six.
1: No, you're going with the Big Four. Don't don't try and expand it out just just to to win an argument. The Big Four, yeah. right? What? Yeah. What were you? What was the city? Miami. Yeah. Miami Dolphins have won two, I think. Right. The Heat have won one, two, three, at least three that I that I can think of. Um baseball. The Marlins have won. They Philly. won one. Right? And then what's the other one? In hockey? <laughs> they haven't won one in hockey yet. Uh, we've only Vegas. won one ourselves. Okay.
2: Toronto. Toronto's a championship city. <laughs> Ter-
1: LA, New York, all these teams are much better cities as far as their teams being better and their fans being better. And we're the nation's oh, capital. We, so oh, I don't even out. what
0: do you say? The fans are better than. He's, he's, he said all these other places have better fans than... Yeah, DC. because
2: they win. They have something to cheer for. We don't. That's right. And, and, and that's and why that's, they're championship
0: and cities. And that's why they're better fans. What happened here, guys? We were so positive like 10 minutes I'm not, ago.
2: I, I am positive, but I'm just <laughs> being realistic. Yeah, there's a realism. <laughs> there's
1: a realism,
0: too. Yeah, I agree with Yam. Philadelphia is very similar in regard, a lot of regards with to D.C., mm-hmm. you know, the You know, very passionate fan base, but uh, he hasn't had a lot of winning.
1: Passionate fan base either. Sorry, they're not. You don't. No. 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 Only when the team is
2: winning. Winning, and And they're passionate about.
1: They'll be there. (laughs)
2: Yep. And and that's for a lot of teams, though. I think that's a lot very
1: often. And there is the transient town. That is an absolute factor. That is one billion percent. Look at you, Nathan. You love the Washington Commanders, the Nationals. Eh, you know the Caps will kinda right, and then basketball. I don't
0: have a, a hockey team outside of the Caps at least,
1: and, and basketball. You're a Thunder fan,
0: yeah. Right? Wizards, are, Wizards are, have grown no, on you're me. A Thunder
1: fan, I, you've said I it many am. times.
0: I've said it and many, you many, love many times. Sidney
1: Crosby. I'm a Bulls Ray fan.
0: State. I know that's why you guys won't actually allow me to be <laughs> a Caps fan because I and actually Tref, like Sidney Crosby.
1: You like the Commanders, the Caps. You could name Alex Ovechkin, and that's it. Right? Uh,
2: Oshie and T.J. Oshi and yeah, <laughs> All right. All right. yeah, and Bergstrom, Backstrom, Bergstrom, Backstrom. is it Backstrom, Backstrom, Backstrom. 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 Backstrom.
1: Trev, who's your basketball team? The Lakers. I'm a, I'm a Chicago no, Bulls oh, he's fan. A Bulls. Bulls guy. But I do Bulls like the Lakers because I like LeBron Lakers.
2: James. Yeah, Bulls and Lakers. And
1: then baseball. You like the Braves. It's that's yeah, Chipper Jones, baby.
2: Andrew Jones, Fred McGriff, Greg Maddox, Smoltz, Tom Glavin, uh, Andres Galarraga,
0: North Carolina. Okay, (laughs) like I'm a (laughs) a military brat. I lived all the way around Oklahoma's where I was born. I was there when Oklahoma City stationed there when Oklahoma City uh became a team. So I am a, I do love the Wizards. Okay, I do. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not giving up my Oklahoma City fandom for for the Wizards. No, don't. I, 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 I'm i full on supporting the Wizards, and Russell Westbrook was a big part of that, but I still support them. I follow them more than I follow Oklahoma City mo- most of these days. One, because I actually get to watch the games right. out here. Um, yes. But Yeah. You can't, you you know, I I do get it. Like, but this is what happens. You you can blame it on the transient cities. Most big cities have people moving and, and, and stuff as much much. DC is a little different because it's the political town and that's, what's the big part of the game there for that. But it's really just comes down to they just haven't had consistent winning seasons, and that's. But they've, I think that they can still get there. And this no. this area is still <laughs> very passionate. If the Commanders win eleven games this year, if they win ten games next mm-hmm. year, if they win nine or yeah. more games the year after that, mm-hmm. this stadium is as it can be You're will right. be packed. You're right. It will I, be
1: uh, one billion percent agree. Absolutely. And maybe even yeah. Katie doesn't know this, but you know, before I came to this area. The first time, which was around 2000, and I was in Texas no. for ten plus years. No, I was a Texas Rangers fan, a Mavericks fan, I was a Dallas Stars fan, and I was a Cowboys fan. Until I moved to this area, and then these teams grew on me, and I became fans, and haven't left that. But
0: and he's not allowed to leave again because he will leave this fandom for oh, I another one.
1: Would if- I probably would. Because you just don't get all of that inside stuff that you would if you sure. are that you do when you're here. And when you're not here, you just don't get all that, especially back in the day when you didn't have the Internet and you didn't have Twitter and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You just had newspapers. You just had the local news. Same, Doug. You know what I mean? So that's what I always watched. So I was a huge Mavericks fan. Man, Jason Kidd, Jamal Mashburn, Jimmy Jackson, the original big three. Oh, I love the Mavericks back then. But not anymore. Now Sean I'm Bradley, on the <laughs> that was
2: my Mavericks back in the day. Sean, Sean Bradley.
1: Bradley,
0: Roy Tarpley. <laughs> the uh, let's uh, bring it back to just straight football. Yeah, all Corey, right. that happened. That is a fact. He he was he left, but we forgive him, right? He left that fandom.
1: I did. absolutely Okay,
0: he is with us. You see the burgundy and gold. Man. And as this much man, as this...
1: as much as everybody around here hated the Steve Spurrier area era. era that's what brought me to the team was Steve. Spurs. Well, you're Florida
2: Garrett, Florida exactly. a Florida Gator. Florida Gator.
1: And when he came here and he brought in all those Gators, I was like, I'm a fan. That did nothing throwing, for us. Throwing all those touchdowns in Japan. Probably Yam was over there watching them uh, way back in <laughs> 2001, whatever, 2002 maybe. He was throwing. I was like, I'm in, baby. I'm in. I am oh. now a Redskins fan. Oh, look out.
0: Yeah, looks like we're going to start getting the spam again. Don't worry. We're going to remove those as uh, as quickly as we can. Um, w- there was in the comment section some debate on what wins a championship. Is it offense or defense? What side are you on, Trev?
2: Defense. Why is that? You just saw this past Super Bowl. Um, defense wins championships. It's always the model I live by. Basketball, okay. baseball, football—I do think it's defense because Starter? when it comes down to the last possession of the game, mm-hmm. you get that stop, all or you get that the- score. Yeah, but all that. I, it's true. So I think defense.
1: Uh, if you'd asked me ten years ago, I would have said defense, but the leagues have been smart enough to recognize that the fans and the casual fans, especially, they love offense. So they've adjusted the rules to allow for more offense, right? And so now, would you rather watch – remember that game last year, that playoff game, Buffalo-Kansas City, when they were just going yeah. up and down and up and down and up and down? Was that not a great game? Or would, would you rather have a game that was 13-3 like that Super Bowl with the Pats and Rams a couple of years <laughs> ago that everyone was sleeping by halftime because it was so boring? That's defense, oh, it was baby. great defense. No, that's not, that's not what they want to see. So that's what they've done in basketball too. They've gotten rid of a lot of rules so that the offense is scoring all the time. Now they're scoring 130 points a game, right? So I think offense wins championships now just because of the way the rules are.
0: All right. Well, you're, you're in there with the end. We got a lot of votes for defense. Mm, Pardon me. Uh, Here's what's – there's actually some. I'm going to put my nerd glasses on here real oh, quick here because there was some great statistical breakdown when it comes to this, okay? Offense, was- <laughs> offense is what's going to get you to the big game, right? That's going to get you get to the you championship, there. okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's the better defense that's actually it's going to win, win you the championship game. You, you need to much. have an offense to get there. But yep. your defense has to be – the better defense has won the championship over like the last decade plus, the, yeah. but the offenses to get there, you have to have. I think there's only one or two within the last 15 years that have not had a top 10 offense that have made the Super Bowl. So you have to have the offense to get to the dance, but to win the dance, you got to have the defense. That's what or it
2: kickers. is.
1: or that, kickers. That's <laughs> hey, that's typical, Nathan. You, you base <laughs> both sides. Right. Yeah, when you're right. Games, yeah, it's
2: championships. I <laughs> said you got
1: to have the defense, which <laughs> you got to have
0: an offense to get there in the first place. <laughs> Playing both
1: sides, never take the yeah. side. Oh never take man, a
0: side. I will always be on your two sides, and I'll always be on our chat side. We appreciate it. Uh, i Want to give a quick shout out, Steve. I didn't uh, didn't shoot him out. uh Shout him out earlier from Command this podcast. Up, Thanks Steve? for jumping in the chat here as well. Uh, Corey, uh, on the warpath. Hit these guys up. These guys, <laughs> these are great guys. Physicality and toughness wins, is what Corey's saying. Uh, great guys there they stream on the regular as well make sure that you check them out make sure you've liked this video subscribe to the channel we stream live every wednesday at seven thirty on facebook youtube and twitter keep an eye out we had julian yesterday we talked mm-hmm. about juan soto yesterday and tomorrow we have a camp video releasing so make sure you're on the look for that Until Monday, Monday. okay. We're gonna we're gonna air air that Monday. He's burnt out. He's still in mourning. He's not gonna get it there. That's fine. We're gonna keep having great content. We have a Miss Leno
2: coming out. Oh my gosh! uh, See what you did. Look at this comment by Corey. Look what you did. Stoner, telling that story. Now you get called Cowboy Stoner. It's gonna stick.
0: It's gonna stick. But uh, we're done here. (laughs) We're not gonna stick around. We're gonna leave. So until next time,
2: what
0: be a fan.